0: Continuing our series on being, our setting an example, Uh, First Timothy chapter four, verse number twelve. And when you find your place, say Amen. 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 All right, I'm going to get going. Uh, Let's read. Verse twelve reads, "Let no man despise thy youth, uh, but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity." Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for tonight. Thank you for all of the youth that have uh, been a part of this service already. Uh, just Lord, I pray that you would bless them for uh, their service. And uh, Lord, I pray that you would uh, just help them to grow and uh, to know uh, that serving you is, is a wonderful thing, Lord. And I pray that you would uh, just help me tonight as I share this message about faith, Lord. I pray that you would help us to understand. Uh, how you would want us to demonstrate our faith, Lord. Uh, Lord, pray that you teach us through your word. Pray you guide my mouth, guide my thoughts, Lord, pray that everything that would be said and done would glorify you, Lord. thank you for these things in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So we look at our, our passage tonight and we're focusing on the word faith in faith. We are to be uh, setting an example in faith. We are to be exemplary uh, in our faith. And so how can we be examples in faith and belief? How can we exemplify something that seemingly cannot be seen? So if I just believe something, uh, you guys can't see that I believe certain things. Uh, We uh, can only demonstrate our faith uh, by taking action upon it. Uh, When we believe something, uh, that must, in course, result in action. Our faith must be demonstrated by action in order for others to see our faith as an example. And as I looked at our, uh, looked at the Bible, thinking about who is an example in faith, uh, I came to Abraham, and Abraham is an uh, excellent example of faith. Uh, we see countless times uh, in the Bible where we, we see this uh, phrase, uh, Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. We see in, in Romans chapter 4. For what saith the Scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Galatians chapter three, verse six. So even as Abraham believed God, and it was counted, uh, was accounted to him for righteousness. Uh, James chapter two, twenty-three. And the Scripture was fulfilled, which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. Uh, and these all come from uh, our passage uh, tonight in Genesis chapter fifteen, verse six. And he believed the Lord and counted it to him for righteousness. So let's look at Genesis chapter 15 tonight. We'll begin in Genesis chapter 15, but uh, we're going to be looking around the book of Genesis, looking at the life of Abraham tonight. But Genesis chapter 15 and verse 1, and if you want to put a bookmark in Genesis chapter 12, we'll go there as well. But let's read in Genesis chapter 15, verse 1. It says, Uh, After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great And And Abram said, Lord God, what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless? And the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, Behold, uh, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is mine heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thy heir, but he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven and tell the stars if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. We see Abraham here, uh, is an example of faith. Abraham demonstrated his faith in, uh, by his works. He, he uh, not only believed God, but he uh, took action upon what he believed. Uh, we, we cannot say that we have faith without works. We see in James chapter 2, I remember a uh, pastor just a few weeks ago teaching on this that uh, in James chapter 2, verse 26, we read for us, the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Uh, our faith ought to be, uh, demonstrated by works our, f- our faith is dead without works to demonstrate them and so our faith uh, is demonstrated by works and so if we believe God we will do what he says so I, I would like to ask you tonight how are you demonstrating uh, your faith in God how are you uh, showing to others that you believe what God says I want to examine tonight Uh, in the life of Abraham, uh, how he demonstrated faith in God. And first we'll go to Genesis chapter 12 and we'll look at the very beginning of Abraham's journey and uh, of trusting God by faith. Uh, We see Abraham's faith was demonstrated when he trusted God uh, and God's instructions to leave his family and his country. Uh, We see in Genesis chapter 12 Verse one, now the Lord had said unto Abram, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him and Lot went with him, and Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. We see Abram, he's uh, choosing to trust God and have faith in God by leaving his country, by leaving uh, his family, uh, and that's, that. We, we so easily read over that and say, oh, well, he did that. Well, that's that's quite a big step to take. Uh, I, I can't say I, uh, I can exactly relate, but I can say that i leaving all your family and, and moving somewhere else is it can be difficult. It's, it's a big step, uh, having moved out here about a year and a half ago, at uh, leaving your family. And I know for Abram, it's probably difficult for him to make the decision to uh, leave everything that he knew was comfortable with. Uh, and s- sometimes God is going to ask you uh, to do things that are uncomfortable. Uh, sometimes uh, God's gonna ask you to do something that you're not too happy about doing, you're not too uh, pleased about doing, uh, you, uh, I often uh, think of uh, just uh, when I was a new Christian, soul winning was it was a scary thing for me. I, I find myself to be more on the introverted scale. If you put extroverted introvert, I kind of lean more that way. And so, soul winning for me as a young Christian was uh, a scary thing for me because I, I n- have a hard time. I feel. Uh, reaching out to people and, and starting conversation with people. I'm fine talking with people, but uh, making that first inter- interaction is, is difficult. And sometimes God's going to ask us to do uh, things that are uncomfortable. Uh, and, but when we obey God's command uh, to preach the gospel to every creature, we are uh, demonstrating faith in God. When we take that first step and say, God, uh, I know that you want me to share the gospel with everyone. I know that that's what you want want me to do. It's clear in scripture, there's multiple passages where God uh, and Jesus commands us to share the gospel with everyone. When we take that first step and say, God, I'm going to go, and I'm gonna go share the gospel. And we have to remember that when we go and share the gospel, it's not us that's doing uh, the work. God has to do the work. Uh, When we go uh, and demonstrate our faith by sharing the gospel uh, with others, we are trusting God to do the work of conviction. We are trusting God to do the work uh, of salvation uh, when we share the gospel with others. And when we think of Abraham, uh, he had to leave those he loved, uh, he had to leave the place that he knew well. Uh, how many of us here would w- have moved, uh, are not native to Edmonton? I'm, I'm not native. So, those of us. Uh, here who are native you would say Edmonton you're familiar you could you know it almost as well as the back of your hand How many natives here would be able to say I know, I know Edmonton pretty well when you're the, the place that you've grown up in you're familiar with uh, where you've grown up at uh, you know where everything is it's comfortable uh, I, I, I can even imagine the town that I the village I grew up in I know all the streets I know all the little pathways uh, I know the forest very well and uh for Abraham to to leave all that it's I can imagine it was a difficult thing for him to be placed somewhere else. Uh, everything's uh, just out of place for him. Uh, Abraham had to trust God to to guide him to help him uh, to know where to go uh, and we see uh, I, I've learned uh, that sometimes when we're serving uh, God God is going to take us to places where we're uncomfortable, we don't know. Uh, in my time serving God, I'm learning uh, that I can do all things through Christ, whether or not I know them or not. Uh, there's, there's some things that even this past month, pastors asked me to do, and I said, I don't know how to do that, pastor, but I'm going to do it. I, I completely learned uh, started learning uh, Adobe Suite this m- past month. Uh, I haven't really touched that software at all, and uh, the Lord's just giving me wisdom, helping me figure out what I need to figure out. And uh, I, I've learned uh, not in just the past few months, but uh, my time as a Christian, that whenever God asks you to do something, uh, he will equip you to be able to do that. Uh, when God calls, he equips. Uh, when God calls, he equips. Let's, let's say that together. When God calls, he equips. When, when, we, uh, when God wants us to do something, when God calls us to do something, God will equip you to do it. Uh, so many people make the excuse to say, oh, no, I, I, I can't do that. I do not know how to do that. Uh, God, I'm not going to do that. When What if God was going to teach you through the process? Uh, imagine the things that God would have been able to use you to do uh, if you just trusted him to equip you. And secondly, tonight we, we see uh, Abraham's faith was demonstrated when he trusted God to provide in the land of Canaan. We continue in Genesis chapter 12 and verse 5, and we see and Abraham, uh, Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran, and they went forth to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came, and Abram passed through, the land unto the place of Sychem, unto uh, the plain of More. And the Canaanite was in the land, uh, was then in the land. And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said, unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. We see Abram moving into the land of Canaan and he's there for some time. Uh, Initially, he didn't believe God uh, to provide for him. And we see uh, in later chapter, uh, in chapter 13, verse 12, or verse uh, chapter 13, we see him going down, uh, I believe, to, to Egypt uh, and because there was a famine in the land of Canaan. And, uh, Abram had been promised that God would provide uh, for his needs, and he goes to, to Egypt uh, in a time of famine, and uh, during the, his time there, he gets into some trouble. Uh, I won't go into detail tonight, but he gets into some trouble, and the king of Egypt there uh, sends him back uh, to Canaan. And sends him out of the country, and then we see uh, Abraham after ha- ha- having gone to Egypt and coming back, he now dwells in the land of Canaan. It says in chapter thirteen, verse twelve, and Ab- Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan. Uh, we see uh, Abram finally trusting God back in the place where he ought to be. Uh, do you have uh, are you are you trusting God to provide and take care of your needs? Uh, do you have the attitude uh, that God will provide for everything that you have, uh, the everything you need? Uh, or are you constantly consumed with worry over um, how's the next paycheck, uh, how's that gonna uh, pay for the bills, how's this gonna happen? Are you constantly worried about the things of t- of tomorrow? Uh, I, we talked about it last month about our spirit, having a worrying spirit is not a spirit that we ought to have uh, so, I won't go into too much more detail, but uh, are we constantly concerned about how the next thing, how the next bill is going to be paid? Or are we uh, trusting God uh, to provide? You have to remember that everything that you have has come from God. Every good gift, every perfect gift has come from the Father. And everything that we need, God will provide. Uh, I remember hearing the story of George Mueller. Mueller. He had an uh, orphanage and he had. He, he touched the lives of many, many thousands of children uh, throughout his ministry. Uh, but I rea- uh, read a, a quick uh, summary of a, an event that happened in his life. It says the children are dressed and ready for school, uh, but there is no food for them to eat. The, the house mother of the orphanage informed George Mueller. Uh, George asked her to take the 300 children into the dining room and to have them sit at the tables. He thanked God for the food and waited. George knew God would provide food for the children as he always did. Within minutes, a baker knocked on the door. Mr. Mueller, he said, last night I could not sleep. Uh, Somehow I knew that you would need bread this morning. I got up and baked three batches for you. I will bring it in. Soon there was another knock at the door. It was the milkman. His cart had broken down in front of the orphanage. The milk would spoil by the time the wheel was fixed, and so he asked George if he could use some free milk. George smiled as the milkman brought in 10 large cans of milk. It was just enough for the 300 thirsty children. And we see that George Mueller, he had uh, the attitude that God would provide for his needs. Uh, But not only that, his actions demonstrated his faith in God. He didn't just say, oh, well, God's going to provide for their needs. But just keep the children in the in their rooms. He didn't say that. He said, "Bring the children to the dining hall. Have them sit down. Set everything out, ready to go. And then he prayed for the meal. He thanked God for what He would provide. And that kind of attitude, we I see lacking in Christians today. That we we need to trust God and then take action when we don't even know, uh, haven't even seen God begin to work." Uh, would we uh, take action and say, well, I believe God's going to do this because his word says it, so I'm going to take action. When we read God's word and we see that uh, God will uh, bless those who go and try to share the gospel with others, uh, if we go and be faithful to uh, telling others about Christ, do we take that first step or do we just kind of wait around and and wait to talk to someone? Do we go out and seek someone to... Uh, share the gospel with. Do we uh, demonstrate our faith by taking action? Uh, we see uh, in your disposition by having an attitude of knowing that God will provide, or and then also in your giving. Uh, we see in Malachi chapter 3, uh, we see in verse 10, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in mine house, and prove me now herewith, say, saith the Lord of hosts if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing, that there shall not be enough room to receive it. I wanna challenge you tonight to take God at his word. Uh, When God says, this is a promise I have for you, trust him, and here I I love this passage in Malachi that it says, and prove me now herewith. God wants us to prove him and say, God, you said this, I am trusting you to do this, uh, now your side of the uh, of the promise your side of the agreement I want you to uphold and when God God promises us in our giving if we are faithful to to give to give our tithe to give offering uh, if we're faithful and trusting him uh, with our uh, financial good with all wh- whatever we give uh, when we trust him God promises to bless us beyond what we are even able to receive uh, so take God at his word trust uh Try his promises, the promises that he has given to us in his word. Test them yourself and see if they are true. Uh, God doesn't want to just blindly, have us blindly trust him. Uh, Faith is not blind. God wants us to uh, trust him by faith and test him. Say, God, you said this and I'm trusting you for that. And. You see, many people they they think God the faith does not make sense to them. They just I don't understand faith. I don't. You just say oh I believe this and I believe God's going to do this. Uh, really, we need to take action on our faith. Trust God. Say to God God you said this. Will you do it? Uh, what are what are some examples of of some promises uh, that y- you uh, have been holding to? Does anyone have a a promise of God that they 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 love they uh, they know of any promises of God. No one, he never us. and you never leave me or forsake me. God will supply all of our needs. What are some other promises?
1: Will grace is sufficient.
0: He will come again, His yeah, grace, is grace is sufficient. No, will be He'll be with us always. When we go out, soul when He will be with us always. We say we, we stand upon the promises. What are, what are some promises you're standing on? Amen. Amen. We see there's so many promises in God's word. Uh, there's so many uh, that the, the list of them is, is immense. God has promised that he will do it and God has never failed in every single promise he has made. So we ought to take action and say, God, you said you would do this. I'm trusting you to do it. I'm taking action upon it. And so uh, I remember in college uh, hearing this often. With God's calling comes God's provision. When God, with God's calling comes God's provision. Uh, let's say that together. With God's calling comes God's provision. Uh, whenever God uh, calls us to do something, God will provide Uh, God will uh, provide for our our, our needs, for uh, what he does. Whenever God makes a a promise, he will provide. He will make sure. And then last we see see that Abraham's faith was demonstrated when he trusted God uh, to do the impossible and to raise Isaac from the dead. So let's look at Genesis chapter 22. Genesis chapter 22, verse number 1. And when you're there, say amen. Amen. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here am I, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah. And offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him. And Isaac, his son, and clave the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went unto the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here. With the ass, and I will lad, uh, I, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship, and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son, and he took the fire in his hand, and a knife. And they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father! And he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together, and they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there, and laid the wood in order, and bound Isaac his son, and laid him upon the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And and the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing that thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. his son Isaac to be born. He had been promised by God uh, around the age of 75 that he would have uh, a multitude of children, he would be the father of a great nation. Uh, and now he was 99 years old. Uh, 24 years had passed uh, and just about the, the length of my life now. 20 years, 4 years had passed and God was finally providing to to Abraham, Isaac his son. And so Abraham was so excited to see, uh, to have uh, a son of his own in his old age. Uh, they, they laughed, they, they doubted God that God would actually do it. And when it came about, uh, I imagine their, their joy was, was immense. Just imagine that God has done first the impossible uh, in letting them have a child at such an old age. Uh, but now, just after a few short years, we see Isaac and Abraham, or Isaac's probably around the age, old enough to walk by himself, um, maybe a, a young teenager or so, and we see uh, just shortly after the birth of Isaac, uh, we see God asking for Abraham to give Isaac back. And sometimes in our life, God blesses us uh, with the things that our heart's been desiring for, for a long time. And God blesses us with the desires of our heart, and then God asks us to, uh, uh, for us to give it back to him. Uh, sometimes we have things in our life that God has blessed us with and it has become the thing that we love more than God. And sometimes we have Isaacs in our life that we uh, we we really uh, just, our life is centered around it. Oftentimes it can be children, it can be uh, people in our life and uh, or other things that God has blessed us with. Uh, but we ought never to Uh, love those things more than the God who gave it to us. Uh, We can see, we see here that God was testing Abraham to see if he loved God more than he loved Isaac. And so God wants us uh, to trust him uh, to do only what he can do. Uh, One, we see in Abraham's life that uh, he trusted God to give him a son in his old age. But also we see uh, Abraham trusted God, perhaps that Abraham, when he did, if he did sacrifice Isaac, uh, that God would raise Isaac from the dead. And we see that God wants us to trust him just as Abraham did to do only what he can do. Uh, what are you trusting God to do that only he can do? What in your life are you saying, God, I need you to do this thing, I want you to do this thing but I know that if it happens only it would have only happened because of you do you have faith like that are you trusting God to do something uh, that cannot be explained by natural reasoning I, I think of uh, in soul winning as well we go back to soul winning and in soul winning uh, it's n- when we go to share the gospel with someone when we go to a door uh, we uh, are Asking God to do something that only he can do. Uh, Only God can save. Only God can convict uh, of sin. And when we go to the door, we're being God's messengers. But God has to do the work. Uh, We are trusting God to do only what he can do when we are trusting him. uh, When we obey uh, his commandment to go and share the gospel. And then also, God wants us to trust him for salvation. I know many of us here have trusted Christ, but maybe there's one here tonight that hasn't trusted Christ uh, for salvation. And your uh, your life trusting God has to begin uh, with trusting him to do only what he can do. Uh, if you have not uh, trusted Christ for salvation tonight, uh, you God has uh, freely offered that gift of salvation. Jesus Christ lived a perfect life on this earth he uh, was, died he was crucified he was buried and then he rose again and God did uh, only what he could do uh, in Christ and he wants to do the same in us he wants to raise us back uh, to life again if you have not trusted Christ God wants to do the impossible through you and so tonight uh, as we uh, we begin the invitation uh, let's stand and uh, let's pray Let's pray. Father, I thank you for uh, your word. I thank you that you have promised so many things to us, and Lord, uh, you have a 100% track record on every single promise that you have made, Lord. I pray that you would help us tonight uh, to trust you by faith to do uh, only what you can do, Lord. I pray that you would help us to have faith that takes action before we see uh, the beginning of your working, Lord. I pray that you would help us, Lord, tonight uh, to demonstrate our faith that, as the children sang uh, at the beginning of the service, that our light would shine and others would see our good works and glorify you, Lord. I pray that you'd help us tonight. Uh, I pray these things in
2: Jesus' name. All For our invitation song today, you can take your handbooks and turn to number 270. Number 270, Lord, I need you. So of-
0: our service and a word of prayer. Lord,
1: thank you for loving us. Thank you for giving us the faith that we need to exercise to trust you for eternal salvation. Yes, Lord. Lord, I thank you that even that in itself is a gift. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity that we have to live out our faith. Lord, I thank you for your word that went forth this evening. Lord, I pray that we would be an example in our as Abraham is to us tonight. Lord, I pray that we would be to our children. We'd be to our, our friends, co workers. Lord, I pray you'd help us to affect our culture and our world by the faith, the faith of the gospel. Lord, help us as we endeavor to strive together for that faith. Bless us now, dismiss us with your grace. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. You are dismissed.
0: able to help us uh, stuff the conference packets tonight Uh, just meet you over at the tables over there uh, and we can get things organized